we're doing a series on Wednesday nights called Time Machine. And we just started this last Wednesday night. And uh, I switched some things up so students, this isn't the exact same message that you just heard. <clears throat> and it's not just for students, it's for all of us. Um, but we're going to talk tonight about, about time travel, time machine, and basically how you can change your future today. You can change your future today, so we'll get into that in just a moment. But time travel. It seems like people have always been interest, interested and fascinated with the idea of time travel. Travel. It's been the fuel for countless movies. Um, you know, there, there's good ones and bad ones. We've got Back to the Future, Mr. Peabody. I like that one. But in many cases, the idea goes like this. If you go back in time, okay, you can change the future, okay? Uh, you can change a, a couple choices or events, and that will change the future for good or bad. Uh, I don't know if, if you've ever wished that you could turn back time. Uh, I know if it were me, if I could turn back time, if I could find a way, I know I would change. No, okay, I can't do that. I tried that one again. Some of you don't get it, and that's good. <clears throat> but I remember the summer. I told a story the other day. I'm not going to tell and tell a different story. I have a lot of embarrassing stories I could share, and this is one of them. Well, I wish I could go back and change. Summer was 1992. <clears throat> I was 12 years old, and... Uh, I was not 12 years old. <laughs> I was 8 years old. Thank you, Brother Tyler. <clears throat> but I remember this day. I don't remember how old I was, but I remember when it happened. I <laughs> That's what year it was. 1996. <laughs> I remember I was 12 years old, okay? <laughs> wow, I just need to close this out tonight, guys. <clears throat> 1996, I was 12 years old. I was with my cousin and his family at SeaWorld. Great place, fun place. I remember we were at the Dolphin Show. Uh, we were having fun, having a good time. And I remember we were, we were starting, uh, we were all gathered in the big uh, theater place, and they have... Uh, the video cameras, and they were asking people questions on, the, on video camera. And so me and my cousin, he was two years younger than me, but we had matching USA Dream Team 2 jerseys, Penny Hardaway, number six, uh, and we were matching. And so here we were, I was on the video screen. They asked me, hey, do you want to do, do a question? Oh, yes, I do. I'm 12. I'm smart. <laughs> Ask away. And so I'm standing there, and someone's about to ask me a question. They start asking I don't even remember what they're asking. I just remember like some people snickering and laughing. And I look up at the video screen, and I see myself. Well, I also see my cousin behind me, and he's doing like the whole <laughs> bunny ears and like crazy stuff, and people are laughing. And I kind of shut down. Like, I, like, I didn't want to be embarrassed, right? Well, it was too late. I was getting embarrassed, and so I, I, right there on camera, I took my Coke, and I poured it all over him right there. And so... It was a good start to the day. We both got in trouble. It was one of those stories. And as the day went, it didn't get much better that day. It was fine for me, but as far as embarrassing and wish I didn't have 
to go back to that day. Uh, I was with my uncle, and he had been actually drinking too much, and he got us kicked out of the park in the middle of the day, and so we didn't get to do everything. So that's pretty heavy, I know, that changes. But uh, I remember that day. I remember it. It's not that crazy where if I had like, what one time could you go back and change? Change that day at SeaWorld. It's not that crazy. We all have moments in our life, though, that we could change. If you could go back and change any date, where would you go? Something petty like that, like my SeaWorld moment, or something, something, uh, some major event in history that you could change. Um, Maybe you talked so much trash over OU Texas and it didn't work out for you the way that you thought it would be uh, after the game. <clears throat> or maybe it was something more serious. Maybe it was a big mistake that you made in your life or your family's life. Maybe it was finances. Or maybe it was just to go back in time and, and, and tell that loved one one more thing and just have one more conversation with them before they passed. Tonight's message is very simple, and even though we don't have a crystal ball here or tarot cards or we're not going to be reading your future and predicting it, it doesn't matter how old you are in here, the fact remains, you can change your future today. You have the ability to change your future by making smart choices, by making the wise choice today. Again, this isn't just for students, okay? No matter, if you're alive, <laughs> you need to make wise choices. I mean, this all makes sense, you know. I don't want to step on any toes, it's the holidays, but since I can barely see my toes nowadays, how about this, how about food, okay? What you do today, <laughs> what you eat today, affects what that scale says tomorrow and next week, right? We get that, <laughs> we understand that. Uh, Students and studying, you know, the amount of effort you put into something at the beginning of the semester, or if you do your homework or not, okay, it, it, it plays a lot to what your final grade will be. Uh, I remember sometimes as a student, I remember, how did my grade get like this? Oh, yeah, I was not active the first <laughs> five weeks of the semester. Uh, your finances, you know, what you do today affects what you can do tomorrow. Uh, what you save today affects what you're going to be doing on vacation tomorrow. Uh, a, a lot of things with finances, you know, when and how you're going to retire. But the decisions you make today determine the direction that you go tomorrow. So turn to Deuteronomy chapter 11. Everyone needs to turn there. It's just on the screen. I'm not going to have the actual word. So Deuteronomy chapter 11, I'm going to read it out loud. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26, 27, and 28. And as you're turning, just some, some quick background. At, at this time we're about to read, Moses is standing before the nation of Israel. Uh, they're at the very end of wandering around for 40 years. Uh, at this time, they were camped on the east side of Jordan, across from the city of Jericho. So they were on the verge of entering the land that God had promised uh, promised them and their forefathers, and so when they left, okay, again, 40 years of wandering, those who are younger, they're now adults, um, and so here, the Lord reiterated through Moses, and Moses is, is again speaking to them, to the people 
that they would keep, and uh, uh, reminding them that God would keep His promise and bless the nation if they remained faithful. And so it was kind of very simple. Uh, and so here's Moses, again, reiterating what God had already said, but Moses, again, speaking to them one more time. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26, <clears throat> Moses says this, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you to go after other gods which you have not known. And so chapter 11 goes into a little greater description of what that actually means. But it was very simple. And Moses is here in front of the nation of Israel saying, hey, if you remain faithful, you will have God's blessing. If you are not faithful, okay, you will not have God's blessing. You will be cursed, okay? And so, we're on the outside looking in. We see two options. It's pretty clear which one you would want, correct? As a parent, though, I'm always amazed. Always. I shouldn't say it, but I'm still always amazed. If you have kids, you know. I could tell my kids, look, if you do this, okay, you're going to get in trouble, or you're going to do this. This is what's going to happen. And then if you don't do this, and I lay out the scenario, and still it's like, hmm, now I'm thinking I'm going to do this, okay? And it's like, oh, I thought I clearly laid this out. And so God clearly lays this out, but again, Moses reiterating, hey, this is what's going to happen. Moses had already reminded them, hey, remember the great things God has done, Uh, and he kind of describes what the actual blessing and curse of the choices they're going to make. So again, he kind of concludes here one final thing, hey, there's a blessing and a curse, what you choose today affects which direction you're going to head to. You make the wise choices, you remain faithful, and do the right thing, you're going towards the blessing. And if not, you're headed the opposite way. And so many times, even with kids, so many times we look and see, well, is there an immediate result on the one time I don't listen, or the one time... Uh, Okay, let's, go for, let's go with food, okay? Is this one cookie going to cause me a problem? Eat the cookie the next day. Not a problem. If I continue, hmm, will these 20 cookies give me a problem, okay? And you may not even see the result the very next day. But if you keep eating 20 cookies, you will soon find out that the scale, the number on the scale keeps getting bigger. Like, you may not see it right away, but you're headed in the wrong direction. And so, tonight it's very, very simple what we're going to talk about. The need to make right choices, but ultimately we're just going to talk about how. How do we make wise choices? And so, Wednesday night, I kind of talked about specific people, uh, even Samson, Lot. They made choices based on what looked good. Like, this looked good, well, I'm going to do it. They left God out of the equation. It's always dangerous, always dangerous to leave God out of your decision-making process. I'm talking about every decision. Don't leave God out of it. Again, we don't have a crystal ball, but we have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, the Son. 
we have, we can seek his wisdom. We can seek uh, his guidance. The decisions I make de- today determine the direction that I'm going to go tomorrow. As much as we could love having do-overs, I remember as a kid playing video games. Like, if I wasn't doing as good as what I wanted, guess what? Nah, reset. <laughs> Have you ever done that playing video games? I'm losing in the basketball game? Nah, reset. I'm losing this level? I'll just start over. You know, it'd be nice if life sometimes were that way. Because, again, you know, as an adult, you know, you can look back and see, or even last week or years ago, like, how was I that dumb? Or, <laughs> like, how, why did I do that with my money, or why did I do that in my life, or whatever, and we can't go back and just, and just fix it. Life is not that way. You know, personally, or, or in, your, in your family, your decisions, in your finances, are we making the right choices? And so number one, be aware of that, but, but here, here's what we're going to focus on for the next couple minutes, and we're going to be done. How? How can I make wise choices? You know, as much as it would be nice to have writing in the sky, an audible voice from God, there were many times in my life I wish, God, tell me exactly what I'm to do. But so often, we err on the side of leaving God out of our decision making. It's not so much to where we're begging God and God won't show you, For the most part, a lot of times it's the opposite, where we just leave him out. So number one, how can I make wise choices? Number one, use God's word. Use the Bible as a filter in your life. Whether you are six years old, whether you're 96 years old, it does not matter. What does the Bible say about this issue? What does the Bible guide me to in my life? So I can't overstate how important this is. Everything should be filtered through the lens of Scripture. I mean, the devil's always tempting us. Our flesh is always blinding us. And here we are. um, I mean, the world's influencing us. We have all these things uh, that that are affecting us. We need the Word of God to navigate this world. Like, we need God's Word to navigate through all of this. Psalms 119.11, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. Like, God's word will guide you. So many times we think, well, okay, I have a decision. Should I change jobs? Hmm, Let's see what the Bible says. Hmm. So many times that's how we live. Like, okay, it's crystal ball time. God's, man, pastor says get, get in God's word. Okay, we've got to make this decision. Oh, man, let's see what it says. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth. Amen. All right. That's what I just read. <clears throat> God's word will change you. God's word gives you wisdom. And, and it's almost a process of being in God's word daily. Having a relationship with God and fellowship with God, that's going to change how you make decisions and wisdom. But there are clear things what the Bible says, like do, like don't do, okay? Add this to your life, don't do this. So there's some clear things like that. But we need to just add the Bible to our life every day. Our fellowship with God every single day. Whether that's a verse a day, a proverb a day, like we need to be in God's Word. 
use the Bible as a filter. I'll tell you what will get us in trouble. Well, I'm a pretty smart person, you know. <clears throat> your own t intuition, your own logic, where your heart says to go. I'm telling you, we cannot be, like, we can't navigate with our feelings. We can't navigate with our emotions. As much as we want to, we have to understand we need to follow God, and that, that is through His Word. It's not just, well, God makes me feel this way. Like, is it in God's Word? Is He guiding you in that way? And so, very simple. It has to be God's Word. Use the Bible as a filter, and then also, use godly counsel. Use the spiritual authority that God has placed in your life. You know that we do need to seek God. James, the book of James says that. It says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Man, he giveth liberally. Like, he's going to give you wisdom. Like, we need to go to God first. We need to stay connected. <clears throat> but also... We need, to, we need to have godly counsel in our lives. Again, this isn't just for, for young people. I'm talking about us old people, too. We, we need godly relationships, godly counsel. <clears throat> Use what we have available. And so, whether that uh, is with pastor, your pastoral authority. Now, I'm not talking about, like, what am I going to wear this morning? <clears throat> I've got the red dress, and I've got the blue, and I just don't know. Somebody call pastor. <laughs> pastor would love to counsel you and help you and Brother Tyler, and, but like, there's some things you just don't need to bug them about, honestly. Uh, being kind. <clears throat> That's not one of those things to seek counsel with, but they don't want to be nosy, but I'm telling you, like, God has placed them in your life for a reason. Whether it's something big like, hey, I'm moving and doing this. Or I'm doing, like, in your, in your family, you're trying to figure out. I, I'm just telling you, use what's available. Use the godly counsel that's available. So many times, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. But I know how it is as a man, you're like, well, I got it. I understand it. I can do this. Like something inside of us just says, hello? Something inside of us just says, I'm good. I don't need any help. Or, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> if I need help, eventually I'll ask somebody. But we need to understand, we can't just go back in time. And so whether that's with our family, I guarantee you there's some, some of us in this room look back and I wish I could do, could have done this different with my kids. Or I wish I would have known. And all it would have taken was to simply ask someone or seek counsel about it. And so, use the Bible as a filter. Use godly counsel. The decisions you make today determine the direction you go tomorrow. <clears throat> it's important for us to have the right perspective. You know, just talking about the fact that we can't follow what we see. That's why we need God's help. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. There was a, a story about an old man that was at a service station, and he was filling up with gas, and a young man came out and started wiping his windshield, cleaning it off. And the old guy's wife was there with him, and the old guy yelled back at the kid and said, Hey, there's still a spot on my windshield I can't see. So the kid comes back, 
scrubs it down real good, washes it. And again, this old man, he's getting mad. This is back in the day when he cleaned. Anyways, we won't go there. But <clears throat> he turned to his wife and said, I can't believe it. That spot's still there. Guy comes back again, washes it. Finally, his wife hits him. Psh! Honey, look at your glasses. Your glasses got the smudge mark on them, right? And, and all along, what was impairing his vision was something else than what he thought it was. And in our life, so many times, we can get like so caught up in our own experiences, feelings, intuition, intelligence, like we are completely missing what God is trying to, to get our attention about. And so, whether you're young or old, you can't, you can't throw aside God's word. Even if you have the whole Bible memorized, don't say, well, I got it. Seek God. Seek his wisdom. And then use pastoral, use, use, use godly counsel in your life. And so, we all have moments and times where we wish we could look back. I'm, ta I'm talking about heartbreaking moments where you could look back and say, wow, wish I had a do-over. Well, start today. Whether that's in your family, making the right choices, maybe it's just church attendance, maybe it's just being here. Well, I don't know if I should. I mean, when, we, when the weather's nice, we get here. I know it's Sunday night, and you guys were here. I mean, there's like 100 people for a nursery meeting, okay? So I know most of you are faithful. But we start making little decisions. We might not think it's that big of a deal, like, yeah, I'm not going to come to church today because it's whatever. Nah, I'm probably not going to come to church. But you start making a habit. You're going to start influencing your family in a way. Finances. I'll tell you, we could talk about a lot of things, but in your life, whatever it is, you can't change the past. You can learn from it, and you can grow from it. But i tell you what, guess what? You can change the future by making wise choices today.